This morning, I'm going to talk a little bit about worship. And uh, we, uh, we had some worship this morning with music. And um, it's been on my heart for a while. And uh, before I speak about worship, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, being thankful, uh, praise, and worship, and see how they work together. Um, we're going to start with being thankful and praising God. Be thank, thanking God and praising God. What is the difference? Is there a difference? There is a difference uh, in each one. Um, but they work together, hand in hand. Um, I'd like to read uh, from Psalms 100, a uh, few verses, up to verse 5, 1 to 5. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is good. He is God and good. <laughs> um, it is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with, enter his gates with thanksgiving and unto, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord God is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. So what is the difference between thanking and praising God? Um, the passage we just read, I think, have a little bit of each, right? Um, so let's start with um, ways to thank the Lord. We thank him for, uh, for what he did for us, right? Um, what he provides us with. We thank him for the food. We thank him for another day. Uh, we thank him for a shelter that he's given us, a home to live. Uh, we may thank him for uh, the job that we received, we got. We've been praying for a long time, and we finally get a job, so we thank him for that. Or even a job that we had for many years, we, we could thank him for that. Uh, we thank him for um, somebody who we were praying for, to be saved. And finally, a friend or a, a family member comes to know the Lord Jesus. We, we thank him for that as well. So there's quite a few things that we thank him for. Um, and then what it means to praise the Lord. Um, we praise the Lord for, it's a little higher than being thankful. We praise him for who he is, Right? Um, what he had done for us. Um, apart from what he provided us with on a daily basis, we praise him for what he did for us, his redeeming love for us. He died on the cross to save us, right? Uh, earlier we read a couple of verses uh, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for our sins. And then, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we praise him for that. We praise him for doing something for us that maybe we don't deserve to, but he did anyway. Um, we thank him for the hope that we have through him um, as Christians. Um, and praise him for that too. Um, so there's a lot of things to praise God for. 
Thank him and praise him. The verses that we read before, Psalm 100, uh, we praise him for who he is, right? He is God. He is Lord. He's the creator. He's the owner of the universe. He's the shepherd. We praise him for his attributes. He is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. As Christians, that's, that's the attitude that we should have in our daily life. Uh, thanking and praising God for the things that he provides us with. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 say, say, this is, say, this is about think, thanking the Lord, right? Um, always, always rejoice, unceasingly pray, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. When we praise the Lord, we let go of ourselves and we put him first, right? He's the one that put us in this situation. He's the one who died for us. Psalm 150 verse 2 says, Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. And Psalm 150 verse 6 says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No matter what we're facing in life, good or bad, it may not be easy, but that's the attitude we should have to praise him because of who he is more than anything else. Um, it's something that he asks of us, and we should follow suit. It's because he's good, right? He's merciful. He's kind. And what else could we do, you know, other than doing that itself? Um, by praising the Lord God in this way, we see that the Lord for who he is. We forget about ourselves and we look away unto Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. Hebrew 12, 2 said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before us endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now we talk a little bit about the difference between praise and worship. And there's a difference between the two. Um, but we all, we could do all of them at the same time. Thanking, praising, and, and worshiping God, we could do it all at the same time. But there's a difference. Um, throughout the Bible, um, especially the book of Psalms, there's a lot of places where it talks about praising God, right? Um, it, it, there's numerous places, and it, it's in one place it says, angels and heavenly hosts are commanded to praise the Lord. Psalm 89.5, it says, All the heavens will praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness also in the assembly of the saints. Um, Psalm 148, verse 2, Praise him, all angels. Praise him, all his hosts. And then we are told that all inhabitants of the earth need to praise the Lord. Uh, Psalm 138.4 says, All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth. 
we could praise him while we're singing. This morning we sang beautiful songs of worship, and that's one another way of, of praising and, uh, and worshiping. Um, Isaiah 12, 5 says, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the people, make mention that his name is excellent, sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. We could praise him with shouting. You know, uh, that's one way to worship. It's in the Bible, so we could uh, do that if you're able to shout for joy, for you know, praise and so forth. Uh, Psalm 98.4, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. You could praise him with the dance. You know, I, you know sometimes we, we have this beautiful music and see people clapping or dancing a little bit. Um, that's one way to praise the Lord. That's, that's great. Praise him with the Trimple and dance. Praise him with stringent instrument and flutes. This is in Psalm 150, verse 4. And then we praise him with musical instrument. That was beautiful music this morning. Love that, you know, beats and guitar. and It's, it's so wonderful. Um, First Chronicles uh, 13.8 said, Then David and all Israel played music before God with all their might with singing on harps, on stringed instruments, on tabernoids, and cymbals, and with trumpets. It's a lot of... So, uh, and then Psalm 108, verse 2, Awake, uh, lute and harp, I will awaken the dawn. It's just a beautiful way to worship and uh, praise the Lord. Um, so there's different ways to praise. And then... Praise, the word praise and, and the word being thankful, it's universal, right? I could thank anybody here for doing something for me, right? Uh, it's a normal thing to do. Somebody does a favor for us, we thank him, no matter who it is. And we could praise a person, you know, for doing something. We praise, you know, we could congratulate somebody for something. Um, so it's universal. But now as we go to worship, it's completely different. It's completely different. And it, it has its own place as far as worship. Um, it's within our spirit. It's within us, that part of worship. Um, worship, however, comes from different places within our spirit. Worship should be reserved for God alone, God only, nobody else. If you remember the story of when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and he was being tempted, Satan came to him three times, right? And one time he said to him, if, he, if you bow down for me and worship me, all these things will be for you. And what did Jesus say? Uh, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Um, do we have something else that we worship on a daily basis? You know, it's, it's so easy with, with things that are around us, occupied with money, occupied with our job, occupied with our family, children, things that need to be done. Are we putting these first? That would be considered worshiping something aside from God, and that's wrong. 
Let God be first in your life. He's the one that deserves our worship and adoration. Worship is the art of losing self and, ador- and in the adoration of others. Hopefully, the other is God himself in your life. Praise can be part of worship, but worship goes beyond praise. Worship gets to the heart of who we are. To truly worship God, we must let go of our self-worship. That's what we need to do. We must be willing to um, humble ourselves before God, surrender everything to him. In our lives, we have to surrender to have him take control of it, um, adore him. Not just for what he did, but for who he is. John 4 uh, verses 1 to 26 talks about the Samaritan woman. And the story goes, when Jesus was thirsty, he met with her at the well. And Jews and Samaritans didn't get along well together. And he wanted to drink water and went back and forth that, you know, how could she give him water if he's a Jew and she's a Samaritan? And the Lord Jesus told her, who, you know, if he gives her the water, it will be springs of rivers flowing in her, right? And he told her her life story, and, and then she wanted to change the subject about worship. You know, our fathers worshipped by the well, and then the Jews worshipped by Jerusalem. And Jesus, this is what I, I wanted to read this, because it's important. Um, the woman said, just a few verses, not the full. Uh, the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Here she is putting a place to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will uh, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So, you know, coming here today, that's great. We could worship together. Uh, But it's not just this specific place that we need to worship. Worship is part of our life. We're at work, at home, wherever we might be. And that's something that we need to do. Psalm 96, 9, it says, Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Psalm 95, 6 says, Come, let us worship and bow down. Um, As I'm looking at these topics, I was wondering, when is the last time I bowed down before the Lord? Truthfully, it's been a long time for me. You know? But uh, is it really bowing down? Is it going to make a difference of what's in my heart for the Lord and how I worship Him? Probably not, but maybe it's good to do if you're up to it. If that's that's a wonderful way to go before the Lord. 
just thought that through worship that we invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us, convict us, and comfort us. Through worship, we strengthen our priorities with God and acknowledge him once more as the rightful Lord of our lives. Just as praise and thanksgiving are entwined together, uh, worship is entwined with surrender. Surrendering everything to God and putting him first. That's what we need to do. Um, these are very important passages that I'd like to just share real fast. Um, how about this? I'll just say what it is. You know, the Lord Jesus was talking about prayer, and he said, don't be like hypocrites, you know, uh, to pray in the side way, and you want to show how we pray. And the real way that he wants us to pray is, it's go in the closet and, and, and just pray. It's between you and God, right? The way we worship we could, could be the similar way. It's between you and God. It's what we have in our heart, the spirit, and we could worship God in that manner. He desires and deserves sincere, heartful praise and worship from us. With the, with the next few minutes, i just really like to Say a few ways of worshiping God, right? Um, we had beautiful music this morning. That's one way to worship. Whether you're listening to worship music in a, on a radio or, you know, wherever you might be, that's, that's one way. That's a beautiful way to worship. Um, here in the chapel or away. Corporate worship. Um, one of the, the things that we do here is every Sunday we meet together and worship. We actually give thanks, we praise, and we worship the Lord for what he had done for us. And what he did is, is great. You know, he, as, as the king of the universe, uh, one of the songs had mentioned that, as the king of the universe, um, who came here on earth to die for us, he shed his blood for us. Just before he died, the Lord Jesus said, to remember him in such a manner, like to get together and, and uh, the symbol of the love and the wine which speaks of his body that was uh, crucified on, on the cross, hung on the cross, and then his blood that was shed on our behalf. It's a simple thing that he asked. He didn't ask for a lot, but it's one way to sit down. We have a great time. I believe this morning mass meeting, worship meeting was really wonderful. Uh, and remembering the Lord. It's something that he asks us to do. Uh, I'm going to read a few verses. Real fast, I have two more minutes. First <laughs> Corinthians 11, uh, 23 to 26. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So here we have two times the Lord said to remember him. 
It's an easy thing. It's just a reminder that we constantly need to be reminded with things. And, uh, and the first two things was uh, to, to remember me in, in such a manner. Um, he's the most important person in the universe. He's the king of the universe. You know, um, he's the most important person in ever lived, who was, and he always will be. And his death was, how can I say, the uh, most important death in history. The way he suffered and the way he died, it's for us to save us from our uh, sins, to bring us closer, to re redeem us. So he deserved to be remembered. Um, and second, um, proclaiming. It says, uh, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So we are proclaiming. When we come together, we're proclaiming what he did for us. And then being nourished. Uh, we talk about this morning, Paul mentioned a few things about the bread and the cup. You know, we get together as part of a supper. It is a supper, right? And we take in a little loaf of bread and a little wine. It's not going to do anything for me. Right? But it's just a symbol of remembering the Lord. You know? It's, it's nourishes, the, food nourishes the body, but this is not enough. You know, because if we read the verse before the verses that I read, it talks about Paul telling people to eat at home. But here we come, it's just a simple that we remember the Lord of what he did. And the nourishment that we get from that is spiritual nourishment. You know? It's a spiritual nourishment because we just try to please the Lord to come together and remember what he did for us. This is one of his requests. And if you're not in the habit of coming out, you know, we try to bring that up once in a while. You should try it. It's really a blessing to come out. It's really wonderful to thank, to praise, and worship the Lord together as a corporate. Let's just close in prayer. Our God, Father, we just want to thank you this morning for once again, for your love, for what you have done for us, we thank you for who you are, Lord. We praise you for who you are and worship you because you are holy and, and you are the creator of the universe. You're merciful, Lord. We just uh, acknowledge that and we uh, thank you and praise you for that. Um, we thank you for each one who's here. We pray that the word uh, that uh, we've just spoken that might draw us, all of, all of us, including myself, Closer to yourself, Lord. And uh, we just uh, commit the balance of this day into your loving hand, giving you thanks, Lord Jesus. Amen.